0: Tight ass and if she can have a taste A star night especially when we try to rate Infatuated but understand we both need our space Space, space. space. Infatuated but understand we both need our space Space
1: Space Space All right, let's bring it in
0: Let um. me tell you Let me tell you Just how
2: You like that? indecision needs to take its time Uh, Mm. (laughs) oh jay black huh jay black baby
1: minus two uh we did not license this but i did buy it on itunes for 99 cents so jv don't uh don't sue me we just we'll play the next one next one (laughs) yeah let's look at it on maybe a little jack freeman next time who knows oh yeah what's good man watermelon sunrise
2: uh good man how you doing at the topics I mean, on the board you... i'm glad it's uh whew, we're almost in july we're almost in july bro tomorrow's july so that means Shit, another month so, closer to football baby eight weeks away kickoff when are we doing our draft august yeah we typically second third week august right because somebody always gets hurt every year so try to do it as late as possible that's true maybe, oh yeah uh, what
1: was it it wasn't last year but it was when we went to galveston i've got lamar miller and I was sleeping on our first Galveston trip. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's on the it's on the trailer. It's with at the end there. And I woke up just so out of daze, and I literally walked oh, in like after it happened. and I draft him, and Bernard was really like, what, "What the fuck you doing?" And uh, like, bro, I thought just y'all got carted me. off the field. I know. And then the funny thing is, once I drafted him, we had the TV up, and literally I drafted him. Y'all make fun of me, and then it shows him getting t- carted t- off t- the t- field. Yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> oh man uh that's great so let's just hop into it uh nfl headlines cool. i I haven't you know it's been a busy week for me i could definitely use a fresher what's going on in the league
2: so what's up yeah I'm man looking at our notes here yeah lots going on um i mean we talked about it early man dog days of the of the off season but there, there's quite a bit we've got about three four weeks till training camps start up but uh some extensions coming through might impact fantasy if you think about it i mean just to touch on I think today the Saints right tackle, almost $100 million extension, five-year extension, 96 mil. Some dude named Ryan. So, I mean, I don't really care about that. But fantasy-wise, hey, it's a nice segue to Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. You know, is anyone still on the Taysom Hill train? Uh, I think right. Sean Payton's out there. What's up? Right.
1: No, I was just saying, everyone was like all about it. You know, when uh, Drew Brees put in his official uh, retirement, they're like, all right, Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill. Then I feel like at some point yeah, it switched yeah. to Jameis Winston. They're like, uh, no, Jameis will probably be the starter. So, I mean, not to get off track, but is there an open competition or is
2: it like Jameis is, it's his job to lose? Yeah, I think that it's going to be framed like an open competition. Uh, If you look at the contract, which usually is is what the indicator or what everyone else is reading off of, Taysom got paid too, but then uh, Jameis had had a little follow-up extension too. So uh, contract-wise, I want to say they're about even where they are. There's a lot more... Heavy incentives for Taysom Hill, which made it look like a fat contract. But, I mean, really, it's performance-based. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it's Jameis's to lose. I think uh, Sean Payton's out. Like, I don't know, man. He's going Angelina Jolie on this. It's like when she went out with Brad Pitt, adopted all these kids and shit. Like, Sean is adopting this this, this crab leg fiend, and he's going to turn him into a stud quarterback. And I I can't wait to see it, man. I mean, I think that'll be a steal, definitely, quarterback position, this right tackle signing. Sort of. Solidifies it, you know what I mean? Yeah, did they draft uh, anybody
1: like a young quarterback out of school just to mix up the competition at all?
2: Man, I don't think so, man. Uh, well, let's see, shit. I, I don't Peyton think so, Turner, though.
1: Defensive end, uh, yeah, the first round pick was a defensive end. Yeah, team. they he keep stocking with actually. pass rushers, right? Then linebacker, yeah, oh, yeah. So I think they, they even went up for him too. Cornerback, yeah. They, yeah, they didn't. Oh, they took a quarterback, they took uh, Ian Brook, uh, Ian Book, fourth round. Uh, number twenty-eight, one hundred. All right, so a little prospect
2: there, yeah, yeah. All right, hey, something else I read, man. Headline wise, I read, what was it? Uh, I, I see, I keep seeing the Texans. You know, um, dead rank last, and uh, yeah, I'm taking a little offense to it. I'm wondering, we can't be the worst team out there. We can't have the worst roster out there, can we? I mean, I know maybe you combine combine the overall score, front office. And how we've done in trades last few years? Yeah, we probably the worst. We got the worst stretch right now. But as far as for uh 2021, man, there's got to be some of the worst teams. Uh, Detroit's still got to be a shitty team. The Jets are looking up. They got to be a crap team. Philadelphia. So I saw in the headline, I saw something cool. Besides the whole Texans being ranked last, I saw Pro Football Focus said the Eagles don't have a single player in the top 50, which is kind of cool uh, to think about. Or I mean, sad if you're an Eagles fan. And then that Detroit has the 31st rank roster so they're up above uh the texans so i don't know just what you thinking man i mean Texans, are we, are we really down here we we, we we the bottom feeders now you know we the cleveland browns we the toilet paper i agree with you but
1: I'm, I'm you know gonna say obviously i'm a homer uh, but i think it's easy to put the texans down there just because of they're not going to go in with their starting quarterback. They got all, a new front office, so it's just easy. Like out of all the teams, they've had the most shakeup and the most roster shakeup. I think they've cut JJ Watt. We don't have like the star studs that we used to have. Brand name's gone, huh? Yeah. yeah. So I think me and you are closer to the team. We're looking at like the you know we know Tyrod Taylor will be serviceable and like not not like we're gonna go in the playoffs, but we're should win more than two games. And i like I think last time we talked about uh, two games. I think it's is, got to be like, four and a half. Oh, four. I think he's got That's us cool. at four. Yeah. I think, four, like, four yeah, nine. but like oh. CBS or some news outlet has us, like, at two. But anyway, it's not, not, um, not as glowing as you, I think, said. You, I think you were, like,
2: around, you know, six wins, five wins, maybe even seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to seven for sure. I want to say, we'll touch back on them on, uh, down our other headline. But hey, uh, let's go to the next one, man. Aaron Rodgers. I, I you know, I follow my Packers too. And, uh, I think he's got a golf thing coming up one of those playoffs like Brady and a professional golfer versus Aaron Rodgers and a professional golfer um so he's he's been getting back in the media and they've been asking him you know football related things and man homeboy like I, I don't like his arrogance sometimes but man he's cooler than than a cucumber dog he's just chilling do not give a fuck I think he's done man uh I I, I don't think he's coming like done back. done with man. football or done with uh, the Packers? I'm done with football, man. I, I, I don't think he gives a fuck no, either way. Only way no. would be if Green Bay pays him that dough. Or if, I mean, hey, he's already kind of expressed his uh, demands. I think he said uh, he doesn't want the GM. He doesn't like the GM. So um, had nothing asking, to do with Jordan Love. We touched on that last time. But...
1: So is he asking yeah. for money,
2: or is he asking for personnel to be changed inside the front office? I think it's uh, – yeah, yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, he's he wants the GM gone, and then it's like, hey, if you're not going to – Pay me, go out and get players. If you're not going to go out and get players to help, then pay me. You know what I'm saying? It's like do something with it. But so is he off the the trade talks? He's not about leaving anymore. Yeah, I, I haven't heard much on it. I mean, it's just been rumors, right? Broncos, Raiders, but I think those are people just reaching, like, uh, connecting the dots with um, how do you say like. Uh... You know, like Gruden's wanted Rodgers, you know what I mean, based off what Gruden has said in the past, things like that. Broncos would be a good fit because Elway always likes to play musical chairs or quarterback. Can't ever really settle for one, you know, ever since Manning. He's been trying to capture that lightning in the bottle again, but he ain't going to, you know. Uh, I mean, Aaron, I don't know. We'll see, man. I- I'm going to go the old man, uh, get off my lawn, old school approach here. I mean, you sign the contract, you should be playing, man. Um, he can find other ways to influence the team, but.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I would be really surprised if he walked away from football. But it would have it would have to be something like they don't meet him anywhere in the road on his demands. And he obviously, people joke about him going to Jeopardy. Uh, but he seems to be content with, he doesn't seem like he wants to be miserable to be in the NFL. Like he's fine with like, yeah. if the situation is right, I'll walk. It would be surprising, but that's the only way I see it. Um, I don't
2: think he's Super Bowl checked- quarterback, man. It's true, like, yeah, you've you've been to the top. Commercials for life, whatever, don't even matter. And nowadays, they got these things. I mean, we joke about OnlyFans and shit. You know, celebrities got these things. What are they called, cameos or something? Cameos. pay a certain amount of money, and they'll record, you know, a 30-second message. And uh, I actually think uh, the Packers legend, uh, Brett Favre, got fooled into one of those where it was like, you know, real heavy Confederate influence people like taking his cameo and turning it to influence a message or some shit or some pretty stuff. Like they would pay for the cameo, record it and then have it like follow a, you know, anti racial message or some shit like that. Uh, Far would have to come out. <laughs> yeah, Far would have to come out but like, nah, man, that's that's not me. They misuse my shit but Yeah, I we that's put twenty two mil in there. That's what uh Green Bay can recoup at the end of the day. Uh I don't need to break down the details and shit, but I think he gets 15 million a year right now, so if he sits out, obviously he's missing out on 15 million. But there's like a seven million signing bonus he got in March that Green Bay can't take back. When you do all the math, if he sits out this year, hey man, Green Bay can come get 22 million back for the following year. So that's wild. Seven million um, just for signings and paper. Yeah, yeah. He's called it a roster bonus and distributed amongst 36 weeks, starting week one. That's <laughs> hilarious. Well, dang, yeah. Yeah, We'll uh, we'll have to keep
1: on watching that. So, what does that do in terms of drafts, fantasy, fantasy? Let's let's just play devil's advocate. He jumps in, no worries. Okay. On the flip side, let's say okay, he's in. Given the current roster, what do you expect out of Aaron Rodgers for a fantasy
2: quarterback? Yeah, I think he'll pick up right where he left off. Uh, MVP. You know what I'm saying? Uh, We always like that regress to means thing, or you know, someone like him who set you know a lot of uh. You know, was at the top of the mountain on a lot of stats last year. Um, I think he's going to – the team's coming back intact. He's going to meet right back with him. Uh, hopefully he's got a much better defense supporting him. Defense was great last year, but, I mean, it's, it's just another year in the system, third year, Matt LaFleur uh, coach. So I think he's going to dominate. I think it's everybody across the board is going to do well. If he's not there, that's the question, right, bro? If he's not there. Yeah, yeah, it? I just like, you know, like what, – what Devontae but, Adams, you still take it. Aaron Jones, no impact, I don't think. Um, the only guy would be the tight end. Who's the number uh, two? Robert Tanyan. The... Robert Tanyan. This guy had like a sick stretch, like three or four games, where it was like multiple touchdowns um, middle of the season. But I think, you know, we'll see. You know, the backup's Jordan Love, and we've been hearing good things. But at the end of the day, ain't taking a snap yet. Wait, of so Jordan Love would snap. be under the center if uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't there? He's the number two? Yeah, yeah, he's taking all the, he took all the first-team reps, OTAs, and everything, okay. so it looks like he'll do that in training camp, yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, man. So, I mean, so with Aaron Rodgers, do you expect
1: a, just your gut feeling? Do you think it's either he signs and he's there or he tries to hold out and comes back in at some point? I feel like it's one or I'll the see, other. I don't say I'll he'll hold out. See. You think he holds out? what you say? I'll I'll say I say he'll feel hold like out
2: week one if he comes back. If he's going to come back, when is the right time to come back? Yeah, he'll wait too. I mean, if Probably you mentioned that, I mean, why that signing bonus? He doesn't need be. to, right?
1: I mean, if you know you're going to come back, I guess my point is might as well pick up that signing bonus. It feels, it feels stupid to like miss Why out on Why are you losing all, all the money now just to and make the point? And then just go huh? in. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So, so it's kind of like. That's exactly you know. it though, bro. It's just to make the point And at the end of the day, he's going to use that term like hey I'm, I'm i'm back for my teammates i'm back you know they work so hard i'm i'm here to go to war with them shit like that but until then it's a big you know fuck you until week one and the lights come on and he can do that and he's good enough to where his teammates aren't gonna be like man aaron we need you here like they know what he's capable of so i think the fact that hey obviously his teammates his brothers are on his side he's he's gonna be chilling man you know he Seven ain't got Hill's, nobody making him feel so guilty. much money but it's probably dropping a bucket for him Oh yeah, yeah, you fucking right, man. I guess they going to some good donations, whatever they gonna recoup. Like with that you said, money, it's man. probably
1: like for him, it might be even worth just for the vacation time and extended time away from the team. Like it's worth seven million to him. Mm-hmm. But all right, yeah. well we can move on. Uh, we have yeah, DW4. Yeah, yeah. We spotted him on oh, Instagram. Goes, I think I uh, he's uh, sharing a lot of videos of him working out, throwing the ball, and just proving like, hey, I'm still getting ready for a season in my new team. But, right? Is that my somewhere closer?
2: Yeah, yeah. Unmarked. Uh, I think he had some Nikes type shit on. Even, but uh, yeah, yeah. Just a very generic training. Looked pretty cool. It's like a little marketing video campaign. Hey, I'm still here. Don't forget about me. I'm still in shape. It was probably just a little commercial to like the other 31 teams. Like, y'all on the fence? You know, I'm I'm still working out. I'm ready. So, yeah. I don't know legal wise what what's going on on the yeah. front, but um, usually when it's quiet, um. Uh, has there been what's any updates? is no, no, no. So usually it means they're either you know discussing the counter or, or what's going to happen. One thing I will say that I like on Deshaun's side, because um, you know I think we laugh about it a lot. I'm laughing at his ass. It's embarrassing and funny. I'm also crying because it's our Texans. But uh, Deshaun, you know, he said, "Hey, I'm not paying a settlement money unless you know, unless." So that means he's still willing to settle unless it's open transparency and the accusers can be interviewed question and there's no gag order, what does that which mean? i think is tight yeah so that's, that's basically you know usually when uh we settle in r kelly or, or somebody settles hey yeah G- uh, beans I-, I stick my finger up your butt i don't want you to talk to people about it i'm paying you money hush money there we have settled in court so Deshaun doesn't want to settle to shut these girls up and then people still have the linger effect that bad taste in their mouth like well yeah deshaun paid him hush money so he still he still did the chester molester thing to some of these females he wants it to be known that like nah these bitches that i stuck it in they wanted it just as bad as i did i want y'all to go attack him interview him i want everyone you know i want ellen to go up there you know what i mean i want i want michael strahan's tap you know uh um, gap tooth to be up there just put your hand on the bible bitch and say you didn't want this you know he wants the clean. In you <laughs> yes sir and i think that's cool man that says ballsy on his part that that should shed some light on hey Deshawn's either confident or he's right you know hey man i just had a little fetish man i just like a little coconut oil rubbed in there you know so do we know if he's still together with his girlfriend he had a girlfriend through all this. he is it looks like yeah yeah yeah. she's still on his page and uh he's still on her page wow um, all right i mean maybe that'll confirm it i think huh <laughs> kind of funny it's girl hey, because yeah. it's
1: like now it's proof like he slept with all these like women and stuff the girlfriend's like hey man okay
2: she's like hey don't don't do it again <laughs> yeah don't do it again but <laughs> i'll stick around thanks for You're the on, louis man. baby yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's funny uh so but that's yeah about... no, i mean i would say uh fantasy wise you know what i mean we're getting closer to times closer to year july like we said so how this impacts fantasy wise uh god texans were already gonna be i think shit with deshaun well i won't say that um yeah, yeah. I, I didn't say that. Erase that. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, Davis Mills. That, that's kind of the key here, right, with Deshaun out the picture. Um, uh, we're going with the bridge quarterback. We've already talked about this, but one thing I will say is I don't want Davis Mills to be holding a clipboard. That's it. He needs to get, either get all the reps in practice, and then come game time, if you want to do that New England bullshit, put him on the injury report or put him third string to make the depth chart you know, feel how you want it to feel to the public, do that, but... Practices should be focused on developing this guy because if you drafted him in the third round as your first draft pick overall for your yourselves as the Texans in 2021, you had to thought highly about this guy. So no, if we I, don't I, see him or we don't, right? I like the pick because it was kind agree? of
1: like um, they went into the draft assuming we don't have Deshaun Watson anymore. Like we're going to try to keep him, but like we're playing worst case scenario. For or, sure. I, I don't know. I don't I didn't listen to a lot of what the GM said. I know he likes the kid from Stanford, but that's kind of where I was like, Hey, that's kind of cool. I didn't expect him to take a quarterback third round, but it's, it's pretty cool because like, we don't have like really a uh, viable number two, even if we get Deshaun back. Uh, but I agree with you. So, yep, are, you, yep. so are you saying you'd rather see the kid from Stanford out there instead of, uh, Tyrod Taylor day one, week one,
2: oh, man, I... or just
1: in practice. Cause Tyrod Taylor knows yeah, what he's yeah. doing at this point.
2: Yeah. Just in practice, just in practice. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think we'll win more games with Tyrod. And I and I think uh we won't stunt the kids' uh confidence, right? Um But hey, I mean I'm, I'm not opposed to him playing as soon as he gets it. It all depends how fast he gets it. You know, Tyrod should definitely start though. I I am more of saying, yeah. All development and shit, time. Like Tyrod like doesn't need any reps with the ones. Tyrod doesn't need first team reps. No, no, hell no, hell no. Hell no. Yeah, just give him a little Especially bit worth doing. I would expect him not to with them bringing in the oc pep ham or pep hamilton's a quarterback coach they retained tim kelly the oc but i believe pep hamilton's in there for some sort of more bigger role like down the line you know what i mean like this is just me thinking like marvel universe here like he ain't the main villain but he's here and then he's going to overtake cully you know once dementia takes over for our head coach and then uh <laughs> tim kelly's just kind of there right now i think they retained tim kelly as like the last piece of like deshaun come on like you said you like this guy we kept him please come back and we know how that's, that went. That's true. I say all running right. backs, man. That's what I want to leave off on this, how, how it impacts. Uh, they got hell of a committee, bro. They got Mark Ingram, a pro bowler back in 2019, two years ago. You got Phillip Lindsey, he was just a stud two years ago, battled injuries last year, split time with Melvin Gordon. And then, of course, we all know David Johnson, who – did not perform well last year if you look on paper though they all got 4.2 or so 4.2 yards per carry which which looks good on paper but if anyone saw the running game was absolute trash last year so yes that that's my real concern is uh then then Ty rock and then lately they picked up rex Burkhead, right yeah yeah Burkhead's in there too but i i don't think I mean, he's ever really been the feature guy right no no so he's, he's kind of like he'll a change of pace play. yeah yeah but he you know he's a stud change of pace guy for sure i probably don't want anyone better than that but uh I mean Rex is like the uh, hey when you got to give your guy a breather he comes in and nothing's going to change as far as a uh, performance level for a few plays right Did David yeah. Johnson he had his uh, his big season
1: in Arizona and then it was a pretty good season after that did he get hurt and he's never like bounced back I'm trying to remember like he's obviously not even at ARS I think he did right he tore an ACL
2: I think it was a wrist that was his most recent injury wrist um, um... Which which people would think like, hey, that's that's not that bad, but yeah, hey, we're gonna look it up right now, huh? I yeah, mean, yeah.
1: David Johnson
2: I know it was career. was it ACL? Damn man, I, I running backs just wear down, man. We've just been too blessed and too um. He's had an ACL sprain. Like... He's had thigh
1: okay, hand that's sprain, what it was. And then yeah, the the hand wrist dislocation, and then he's so I think he had has... a
2: sprain the year after his stud year, like he had a stud year 15, 16, and then a sprain knee sprain 17, and come back since then. Back with Bruce Arians, so he had a
1: big season, right?
2: Yeah. Yep, yep. So, but he's still young, man. So, I don't know. Yeah, he just, but, I, think, yeah, I like your point. Guys like these, these guys
1: have all shown um, maybe RB1 potential just in the committee. And we're not saying that they're going to like pop and have a season. But like they should have some gas in the tank
2: amongst all of them. To if you're do going something. for one, we're going for Phillip Lindsay. If we're going for one, it's Philip Lindsay For sure. That's like he guy hasn't guy had any take. major injuries. He yeah. so just, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the guy we take there. But um,
1: So, like, yeah, going back to fantasy, that's kind of a shit team to, to look at it, fantasy-wise because there's not a clear stud uh, running back there. So do you stay away from the Texans if you're picking on your team, or is it something you're willing yeah. to throw you, a pick
2: at? We'll, we'll go both sides of it. I Me, I'm staying away, but um, if you had to go for some reason, got, got in the draft late or, or everyone's getting grabbed early and then you lost out because of your positioning in the snake, if it fell to your lap, which one to get Yeah. You reach for a Philip Lindsay. Um, I, I guess just he has the most high upside. I mean, that's the only kind of a relevant statistic or reasoning I can give. <laughs> he's Lindsay, young and he's, he's got he's upside. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lindsay runs up right like used to. It. I like
1: 24. it. 24. Mr. Rebo agrees in chat. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you want to move on to the next one because I don't know what this topic's about, but you don't have to tell me.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, this is a good segue from the Texans. You know, we just try to. Uh, connect these bitches a little bit um kubiak remember kubiak probably the most successful texan uh reign right now even though i know <laughs> bill o'brien uh what four division championships man you know what i'm saying or what three or four division championships whatever it was but uh kubbs man set some records turned matt schaub into a phenomenal stud um god damn made arian foster look like a god which which he was got a diamond in the rough there and then turn 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 uh, support guys like kevin walter even jacoby jones for a little bit owen daniels turned these guys into dudes that could help you know uh take some pressure off of the, their stud andre johnson shit like that so i mentioned koops he's got a son clint uh who's gonna start first year play caller age 34 minnesota vikings looks like the kooby are in with mike zimmer's family who's head coach of the vikings previous uh dc of the Bengals, but uh yeah nepotism nfl nepotism you know it's frowned upon in corporate america but uh nfl man it looks like they got some lucky father-son duos and i ain't talking about just you know Peyton, archie manning i'm talking about the coaching side you know looks pretty good man um i was looking into some names we know shanahan kyle shanahan his dad was mike shanahan with the uh, john elway turo davis days and he actually, uh, Christian McCaffrey's dad, Ed McCaffrey, so out was on that great co-
1: Coach um, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, yeah, man. So it's Kubiak's kids going. I'm sorry, I kind of zoned out there. Kubiak's kids going to be on the coaching staff of the Vikings. Doing what again? Yeah, yeah, he's going to be play caller for the off. Op-
2: uh, offense yeah, yeah, man. So I, I and what's his practice? I, mean, I almost want to say is that mean offensive coordinator, but I, I right I, I, I didn't see the official title well, Sometimes um, like, but especially like in I these roles know. with the
1: coaches if they're trying to really do that They'll like kind of create a role divide a role in half to give them something like okay You're gonna be play color, but you're not the off offensive coordinator kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly Yeah, it's, it doesn't really say here Yeah, man, but um... Flint. There's three father-son combos on the Vikings, aside from the head coach I mentioned and the Kubiaks. Uh, they also had Norv Turner and his son Scott Turner. Norv Turner was a big guy during the Ladanian Tomlinson early Philip Rivers days oh, yeah. uh, for the Chargers. I think he tried to rejuvenate Cam Newton before Carolina finally gave up on him. Uh, so,
1: and um, um, yeah, that, that's a funny thing. Like so. It is. What's, I don't know. What is his experience? Is he just like been listening to his dad the whole time? Cause it's like some coaches who are just going from the ground up to high school, to college and try to get the NFL. NFL seems so much a close fraternity of who, you know, what your family is. You see it all the time. Like you just mentioned kids, kids, kids of famous coaches get opportunity all the time, but they're at the same time mm-hmm. they've grown up in that. So it's like, are they in favored or have, they just really learned underneath their, their father or whoever their like granddaddy was to, to learn. And they know the game.
2: Yeah, I, I like that part. I, they know the game for sure. I mean, they're bred a certain way. It's you know what I mean. It's not the typical uh, corporation, cor- corporate job where we got to go find the candidate and then we train them. It's like, hey, you know, we gonna start training this motherfucker from the beginning. So not only do we want him to work how we want to work, but eat, breathe, sleep, and all that, and that starts from the baby age. So yeah, for sure, these people being groomed to it. Do you think you know, like NFL players
1: disrespect coaches like that that you know don't have playing experience but have just been like textbook coaches like their whole life? Versus a coach who's like, oh, they used to play in the NFL, you oh, know, they used to play in college, or at least, like, play in high school shit. But some yeah. of these coaches, like, have never suited I think up. so, man. They're
2: coaches. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For the majority, yeah. I, I really would think that would come down to, like, your head coach and knowing, like, I guess personalities and certain position groups. Maybe you can get away with that sort of thing. I mean, you got to think about, like, some of these females that are coming and being coaching now in the NFL. Sure, they might have played in a women's league, but to an extent, that's, you know, I think it's all been positive stories with that, so... Uh, maybe I'm wrong then, you know, thinking about it now. Uh, at the end of the day, they're professionals. So whoever's like the teacher, the coach in front of you, like, you know, they're going to command and learn, but certain yeah, positions, cause... I think, yeah, it's important, right? You need a, co- a, pro- a former quarterback at the quarterback spot. You know what random, I'm saying? Random
1: thought while we're on like all the uh, coaching hiring. Um, what is it? Eric uh, Biennemi, offense coordinator for yeah, the Chiefs, yeah. was a big name during the off season for a head coaching job. Never got a head coaching job. He's going to stay with the Chiefs. Yeah, but like, I guess I thought of him because he used to be a running back and he was the running backs coach in the Vikings when uh, AP was, uh, I think, a rookie in his early years. And uh, I just remember seeing a lot of great clips of him, you know, interacting with Adrian Peterson. And it it just seemed like, yeah, players who have a coach, a position coach specifically, maybe coordinator, I think maybe it's more forgiving to be a textbook coach for all your life. But the position coaches, that's where I would want former players because they can relate and talk to the players. And it's all about your skill and your technique whereas the yes, Texans guys can maybe do well in
2: the offensive corner. They They're those. more for other – they've got other skills, like management skills. or Like or Kyle other Shanahan,
1: stuff. perfect example. Great offensive coordinator. Great offensive coordinator with the Texans. And then he's shown himself to be a good head coach, taking his team all the way to the Super Bowl. Didn't do well, but still.
2: Um, anyway, yeah, no, no, for sure. Ran, random thought, I
1: agree, bro. Random thought. Uh, so you want to go on the next one? What's early fantasy trends? What's going on?
2: We're not even drafting drafted. Yeah, yet. so – there, How come mm-hmm. there are trends? I've been fucking around on drafts probably about every night, just one or two late at night um, while uh, Terrence's at the gym and shit. And what I found, I uh, found out some shit on Reddit, excuse me. Um, I'm looking at tight end a lot. I'm looking at tight end. I'm seeing what's happening. I'm not really, you know, it's not new news anymore that people reach for the stud Kelsey or the, 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 the stud Kittle high. The news now is that like, how much these rookie tight ends are being valued year to year. Um, Kyle Pitts is going like getting taken as the fourth tight end right now. Uh, I mean, the average draft position is way off the charts, 20 to 40. It's a big range. I'm not here to talk about that, but just the fact that it's a rookie tight end being the fourth tight end taken um, after guys such as like TJ Hawkinson on the Detroit Lions, uh, Noah fan on the Denver Broncos, even a, a Evan Ingram who's fallen out of favor this last two years um, for the Giants. Those are names. I would still pick for a Kyle Pitts. Um, uh, we're chasing for that Cinderella story there, bro. I mean, it's not going to be a Disney ending for this guy. It hasn't been for any Ricky tight end. Yeah, he was the highest guy picked since I think Vernon Davis was picked fifth or ninth. Um, you know, but just because his draft status was that, that doesn't translate to fantasy football. I think everyone's caught up in the, the glitter right now. You know, I know Julio's gone. I know he's going to step in and fill in a Julio role. Calvin really still going to open things up. So it's not like the focus is all on Kyle Pitts. I know Kyle Pitts lines up outside most of the time at Florida. So he, he's going to take on a more receiver role, maybe. That's what we're projecting. I don't give yeah. a fuck. You still don't take him. I think,
1: um yeah. So like you kind of touched on it, but Julio like is that. out. Yeah. So people are probably grading Kyle Pitts higher because they're like, okay, who's the target? Well, Corbex, you know, it's kind of like their safety blanket the tight end this guy's athletic he's supposed to be highly sought after so people are just kind of again trying to do the math of who's going to get the ball in atlanta and maybe they'll really bank on their tight end their rookie tight end to bail them out so that's probably why you're seeing him drafted so highly and you think more down to earth he's still a
2: rookie i don't care how good he is or still gotta learn the system still gotta do the AS not only just learning the route trees but I'm, I'm sure it's more uh they do more route options nowadays you know so they give a receiver two you know they might give the quarterback three routes in the play call the quarterback calls one but the receiver still has two routes in his head based off how the receiver is gonna turn his hip or stick which foot down at the seven or nine yard mark it's complicated shit like that like like i mean i we'll see man you know what i'm saying that wonderlick man maybe, maybe maybe he had a high wonder so um, another trend I'm seeing, bro, uh, Matt Stafford, man. I, You know, I, I talked to a couple of my little bro's friends. They were here for his birthday party a few weeks ago. Um, Heavy football. Uh, They're telling me about, hey, who's the sneaky quarterback this year? Because they, they like to take quarterbacks late, too. And, you know, we're all talking. And he's like, man, that's why I don't like to do a podcast and spill my secrets. But this ain't really secrets. You know, we're all reading the same shit. This is just what I think is – what I'm seeing out on the internet. That's like, Hey, I like this, you know? So one would be Stafford. I'm seeing Stafford getting picked high. I like it, but I don't like it. Cause I'm like, man, that's my plan, man. I wanted Stafford to be my Phillip rivers, you know, of previous years. We're like, you know, he's going to be there after round 10 11 and like you still got a good fantasy quarterback, but I'm seeing him getting take high. Like I think shit, it's probably seventh round. That um, doesn't
1: seem too wild to me. I think we, we talked about it a lot. We, I think a lot of people expect Stafford to do well. In his new environment, with
2: just well, and I make a PSA right now um, before we get into Sanford situation. Stafford situation, um, you don't want to be the first guy to take a quarterback. If you do, you're not gonna win. Um, yeah, I'll just keep it at that. So hopefully, just de- definitely don't take to Tom, a-
1: Don't be the first to take a quarterback. And don't take Tom Brady with your first <laughs> pick. I
2: mean, I know Patrick Mahomes threw for 5,000 yards and he was MVP a couple years ago, but I mean, is he really worth like a, a third rounder? You know, Aaron Rodgers at his peak was he worth the third or fourth round? No, because it's, it's it's marginal. Like, yeah, Pat Mahomes might be like the top quarterback,
1: and he might great do great, but you can get a quarterback guy number
2: four, or five, six, or seven, eight, nine. Yeah, they'll just and you're, have, and you're better served getting
1: like you know double tight ends or a really good running back. You know, those first three picks are should be money players. That there's a big drop off when you go from round one to round two or whatever the hell you are. um mm-hmm. So, running back, tight end, usually for me.
2: What else am I seeing Um, something that's no longer news, but uh, I guess if you compare to the last 10 years of our decade of fantasy, it's it's something I think our league, especially balls deep we we've known just because the amount of people we got 12, but uh, I think 2012 to 2016 you had about an average of six running backs out of the first round. That's around 2012 to 2016 you look at the last four years, you're having about 910 getting taken so what's that saying. A lot less receivers, more. Same thing what you just said. The the disparity in points is is not that big of a drop off. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, we're seeing a lot more running backs get taken. Now, I want to bring up a counter to that, which is uh, I heard about. It's called the dead zone. You heard of this? The the running back dead zone. Apparently, like rounds three, four, through seven. So, that three, four round range starting around round three, four to seven, eight. running backs have been underperforming in that range. So people are calling this the dead zone for running backs to where that's where they build wide receiver depth or, uh, I don't know, I guess tight end depth, which what is their tight end depth after your fourth, fifth top stud, you know? Um, so I wanted to bring that up as, uh, I mean, how do you feel it? How'd you win it? You won it last year. Do you remember based off your, your yeah, we, I mean, we, you I were, think we mentioned this you, last, it was uh, the trades that killed it and you had two tight ends. So it's kind of hard to ask you because you had a unique roster build. That Yeah, like I said, in, our, in our league, uh,
1: where, how many people do we have in our league now? 12? 12, 12, yeah. 12 man league. Uh, we run double tight end sets. So that to me, yeah, I had great tight ends and I had a great running back. I had Dalvin Cook at running back. I had um, Travis Kelsey was who I drafted. And I, I picked him high. I Probably was my second round pick or something. Yeah. And yeah. then I traded, uh, I don't know why I first get his name, Darren Waller uh tight end
2: uh, yeah i get you darren waller man so
1: that was like my kind of triplet that really pushed a lot of points and then i forget I, I can i can probably look it up but those were my key players that were cranking out like 20 30 points i forget how we're like really structured with our points but either way those guys were really carrying me and i had a good fill-in players i think i even picked up who's the running back from detroit that kind of went off uh late swift deandre swift, swift deandre swift yeah. yeah was he a rookie yeah. last year um yeah was a rookie man so then i had good i think i drafted him
2: and dropped him i think yeah you didn't draft him no i didn't draft him i picked him up fucking bitch yeah um yeah so yeah yeah, i think you know great
1: players at a few key positions and through a draft and getting player when they're hot will definitely uh do well
2: for you i'm excited man because like i said i mean beginning the show is july so i mean we're going to talk a lot more of of these you know i stay away i like to stay away from stats but we're going to talk a lot more like draft guys positioning things like that it's gonna be good and but shit today man let's well, what's next what we got those are some trends that i'm seeing though man uh, uh. What'd you
1: call <laughs> nfl overrated per pro football network
2: yeah so I, these are some players I, I really want to just run through the fantasy uh implication players some teams list a defensive players that are overrated guys such as the houston texans whitney merciless is our most overrated guy here um to kind of touch on that one, obviously I think J.J. Watt, you know, was was his presence was where Whitney Merciless really benefited from. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that J.J. has gone, he's this this is going to be exposed. We're just going to see. You. I mean, he was <laughs> he was this he close to being cut. I think he had Sorry, one d- I double digit sack season.
1: No, no, let's go. I don't remember to interrupt. I don't mean to but... interrupt, but he was this close to being cut out there. I remember everyone was talking. About he was playing with the like the threes and the fours on a preseason when Bill O'Brien was like maybe year two. They were really close, and then all of a sudden, Vrabel comes in, and you know maybe J.J. Watt does help him you know, uh, take a lot of load off of him, but uh, he kind of popped and started doing really well, got himself a, a contract extension, and then hasn't done much since then. So he kind of like blipped and then went back down.
2: Hey, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good point, man. I'll tell you, I was uh, scrolling through this list trying to find, like I said, offensive players uh, came down to Cleveland. Odell Beckham. Uh, apparently overrated there. I'm actually happy to see him come back from an injury. I'm, I'm hoping him and Baker can pick up right where the Browns left off after a successful playoff uh, victory over the Steelers. Um, apparently, I read this stat, o- OBJ's got more dropped passes than broken tackles over the last three years. So he's dropped 12 passes over the last three years, which actually sounds like pretty good deal, but I, I guess not for a guy who's, you know, you know everyone's beaten off to his pregame routine, you know what I mean? So yeah, I guess – the other eye opener here I read was Beckham's never finished a season with a first down catch rate over seventy percent. Um, and to put it in perspective, Julio's done it the last five years. Uh, Mike Evans hit it every year since twenty fifteen with a Jameis Winston quarterback. So we can't really say that quarterbacks the issue. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. O- OBJ's definitely been the flash. Is it more flash than substance though? You know, uh, yeah. Carson Wentz on the Colts. Carson oh, you got anything wins. on OBJ? What's up? What's no, up? No, no, no.
1: I said like, OBJ is like, I think, um, talent wise is still there. He's still athletic, but hasn't done what he did in New York with Cleveland. And that could be for a lot of reasons, whether it's a system, whether it's Baker Mayfield, but so you see
2: flashes, you'll get like a cool play yeah, here yeah. and
1: there, but it is not, and he was really- just
2: hurt too. So we need a full season sure. out of him for sure, sure. for sure, Um, Wentz, I, its like one week I'm high on Wentz, and the next I'm I'm down on Wince. It might just be because he's a cult, and that's one of our rivals. But uh, you know, if he's reunited with the OC Frank Wright, so for that I got to give them the benefit of the doubt. But uh, yeah,
1: you really don't know because he just did so well his rookie season. They went to the Super Bowl. Was that his rookie season? Got hurt, and Nick Foles came probably, in. Second season, probably second season, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. But like his first season, he showed a lot of promise. Second season, they went to the Super Bowl. You know, he did lo- most of the regular season and played very well. And then...
2: Um... Poor completion percentage, man. That, that, that's his downfall. Also, the motherfuckers fumbled nine times in the last five years. So, uh, I mean, you can't take care of the ball. I don't know what else there is for you. Yeah, so my, I my guess
1: my, where I was going with that is, like, you just really don't know because it was, like, again, this fall from grace. So, is he going – it's, like, who is he? Is he this quarterback we saw initially or is this – the, has the league caught up to him, and this is who he is, and the Colts. So you're just, I think, at this point, you're just hoping the change of scenery with the Colts is going to be good for him, and he'll like refine that this spark. Because people have been mm-hmm. seeing like he's a good player, but the last couple seasons have been injury prone, and so it's like, is he just had a bad string of luck, or is again, is he gonna have a Ryan Tannehill moment where you know things just click for him? I like, like it. In, I like in it. Indianapolis.
2: And I hope he does, man. I hope he does. I know he's a good guy and, and things of that nature. But uh, he's got – he's set up for it. Wonderful supporting cast. I mean, he kind of had what he had in Philadelphia that Super Bowl run year before he got hurt. Um, I mean, good O-line, uh, better running backs than he had in his time in Philly. Uh, the defense, you already know, astounding. Darius Leonard, D-tackles. it's. I mean, Darius Leonard, the linebacker, and then that D-line, is, is front seven's just good. But um, – you know, looking near here, there's a couple more offensive players I see. Las Vegas Raiders, their most overrated player, Josh Jacobs. I think Tank had Josh Jacobs last year uh, running back. Who I don't know why him. he's on this list. I disagree. Yeah, he's had the last thousand yard seasons the last two years. Um, like initially, I think he, I guess, he had like
1: a few big games. And yeah, gonna, yeah. I
2: think that's probably that's Tank, exactly what Tank I was Tank was gonna killing say. people. You early have a in big game and then chill a couple of weeks and have a big game and then chill. You know what I mean? So maybe more consistency is what they're kind of weighing in on here. Um, I don't know, 2019, he almost had five yards of carry. It dropped a whole yard uh, two years ago, so I mean, we'll see. I, I know he's not much of a receiving threat. Some of these Alabama backs, they're, they're usually not. Derrick Henry. Um, I think Harris, who's on the Steelers rookie year, I think he's going to be phenomenal. But traditionally, you know, Cheeseburger, Eddie Lacy, uh, Derrick Henry, these guys aren't known for their, I guess, reception uh, as, a, as a pass catcher. So maybe that's a knock on him there. Right, I
1: logged in. I I was just lo- I logged into our old fantasy, and uh, so I can see the players I had and like the season we had, and to kind of check yeah out yeah on yeah who happened. Yes, sir. But um, yeah. Sorry. What were any other overrated players in your mind right now?
2: Oh man. Uh, no, but I do want to mention New England. They got those two tight ends. They uh, uh, I was almost said overpaid for, but they paid some good money for trying to recreate maybe a Gronk Hernandez type deal. Hunter Henry pulled from the Chargers. Uh, you know, we we know he's had some knee problems, but when he's playing, he's balling. And then uh, Janu Smith, who, same thing. I wish he was targeted more last year so we could see more of that athleticism that, uh, you know, it looked like we were just getting the tip of, man. But he was he was excelling uh, a couple years in Tennessee when Darren Walk, uh, Walker was out. So he, now those two in New England, uh, they're going to be eating each other for targets, man. You know, um, definitely wouldn't like either of them. Last one, I'd say Steelers, Juju Smith. Stay away from him. We saw Claypool, the rookie from Notre Dame, climb up last year. Um, We already know about Deontay Johnson stealing the hearts of a lot of, you know, flex positions last year. Uh, Other than that, I don't know why people are hating on Juju, but I I guess uh, maybe it's Big Ben. We'll see. I'd say stay away from some of those guys. I agree on this whole list except for Josh Jacobs. What's up? I don't
1: know. <laughs> it sounds oh, good to me. Man. Um hey. What do you think about we mentioned it before, what do you think about Cooper Cup? Someone to target? Someone to forget about? We, we already Cooper mentioned Cooper Cup us. man. Stafford is, you know, everyone's everyone's thinking like Oh he's yeah, yeah, a big yeah. Season. So we
2: back on that. Yeah. Stafford, uh McVeigh. McVeigh's showing a lot of love saying, Hey, Stafford's just as advertised. You and I talked about it last show, uh Oh dude, well, he is gushing. I, mean, I, I saw some head sorry, yeah. I
1: didn't mean to cut you off. There is some oh, yeah, headlines yeah. where he's just like, This guy's a dog, and it's like, I wonder Jared Goff's probably reading this shit, like, man, he never, he was never, the point is, he was not the glowing of Jared Goff, he was like, yeah, Jared mm-hmm. does a good job, and, you know, he's good for the team, but Stafford, he's like, this guy is a player, he's everything I wanted, he's everything I thought, you know, he's just, like I said, he's just yeah.
2: man-crushing well, Let's all remember, him. let's remember, Jared Goff was previous regime, before McVay got there, oh, oh, Jeff Fisher, dumbass, you know what I'm saying, oh, oh, long-time Tennessee coach, and um, shuffled around in St. Louis between Case Keenum, um, yeah, yeah, man. So,
1: really, I'm not gonna say I called it. I think if you go back to all of our episodes when Jared Goff was originally drafted, because what he did when we first started the show way back when, and I just, I don't know, I had a gut feeling like it didn't. He just seemed really skinny, and I didn't see it like crazy so that's My point is, I didn't think he would be a terrible quarterback. I just didn't think he was the quarterback. That people were really hyping him up to be, but then they went to the Super Bowl, and I thought like, oh man, I got to eat crow. But it was just a really good team around him, really good
2: defense too. Yeah, and then it's kind of which shows how they couldn't get over the top, you know?
1: Yeah, like I mean, if. Because the Super Bowl kind of, yeah, I feel like they get up there that, through the
2: team, but you need the quarterback for the Super Bowl. Exactly, huh? that's my you point. Know? He
1: kind of got a little exposed at the Super Bowl. He's like, okay, he's yeah, just because yeah. he was just some bitches
2: gonna talk about Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson and shit like that. But now you need a quarterback, goddammit. So well, especially yeah, yeah. now, because it's, it's
1: it's a different game. You know, it's really geared to like uh, throwing the ball. I mean, we still talk about running backs, running backs get a lot of points, but with the rules and how the game's evolved, it's really tailored to exciting big explosive plays pushing the ball downfield a good quarterback so i don't think you you see that as much
2: as like the trent dilfers like you just said now in like mm-hmm. 2021 going yeah forward. i love it yes sir Yes, sir. And I, one thing I touched on, you talk about Jared Goff. Yeah, just a skinny, scrawny motherfucker. <laughs> there, there's a pretty funny video of him pranking a, a community college, pretending to be a transfer student. Oh, I was, uh, was going to bring that up. I love Rebo that. Sent it to I, me. Yeah, 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 yeah that. that's so awesome. That's just funny thinking, like, yeah, I mean, he probably fit in. Like, look at this community college, scrawny fuck out here. That's probably why those other kids are like, didn't even think about it, you know? Uh, yeah, your, man. your boy Scott says, what's up, Troy? All right, oh Scotty, huh? Yeah, yeah. Man, Scotty, man, him and I slanged a long time at B Dubs, man. Our love for each other was a—he's uh, from Wisconsin, or two as well. Green Bay fan. Uh, I think he went to Sci High School and shit. Anyways, we met through B Dubs and shit. Find out we had a lot of shit in common, but Scott. <laughs> Scotty used to be in a group a few years ago, man. As yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I rescind my hello. Fuck you, Scotty, for uh, quitting out on us. God damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually congrats he just got promoted he moved out to addison i think and i know we were trying to link up but like i moved back to cyprus so <laughs> <laughs> damn oh, well congrats man. on the promotion bro yes sir yes sir man any... what's happening man so we're gonna go what's happening about... all right all right what's happening yeah what's happening Woo! man i love what's happening Shit. it's like it uh, turns it into love a different kind happening. of show oh i know man let's talk about loki anybody who is watching right now that's seen Loki. So, i just want to know if you're know new what to the, the, the show they think. scott we this won't say anything about next episode, right? Because this is usually what, seen, you and this, I haven't seen it yet.
1: Yeah, this is what usually gets posted to Instagram—the bullshit that we just talk about and whatever we want. What's happening is just we get to talk about anything we want. It's not—it's not football related. We should start posting more football shit to the Instagram, though, because I looked at all our content on Instagram. It's like, do these guys even talk about football? <laughs> Mostly, it's about like OnlyFans and Mayo and Chick Fil A and bullshit. <laughs> I go <laughs> the guyos and stuff, but it's like, yeah, that's, what, that's what people want to see. Uh, But yeah, Yeah, what's happening? We talk a lot about what we're watching, and obviously the Loki series is out. Huge Marvel fan for me, so
2: I'm definitely watching it.
1: What were you saying though? Anyone else watching it? Uh, I was
2: saying yeah. We ain't spoiler alert type shit. We ain't going to talk about the the one that just came out today because you and I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Watching it with our bitches tonight. Yeah. Uh, Will,
1: if you're watching Will, what do you think? Will's very uh, you know Marvel versed, and he knows like comic book stuff. So.
2: um. Yeah. One thing I will say, um, I, I told you I was um going through all the marvel uh end credit scenes and uh, oh shit, you lost me or something's going on oh sorry that's not the right place
0: no no you guys um,
2: go ahead go no no yeah what i was saying uh anybody watching man go pull up uh guardians of the galaxy one guardians of the Galaxy's end credit scene dude First it? of all, I think they have like four or five scenes, but there's one in the end. It's a Stan Lee cameo, and he's sitting on like a moon, and there's three like – they look like people in robes walking past him, and they're and called the Watchers help. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stan Lee's like, hey, man, like stay here. Talk to me. I want to tell you about my previous life. I used to be a cab driver, which he was recalling a cameo from a different uh, – I think, movie. It, I think it was a um, But bro those three fuckers look like the the motherfucking tva lizards the creators of the tva but they're not the same their names are different so i know we take source material and they tweak some things around so that you can't just pick up the old comic and figure out the movie plot but bro that uh, that was crazy man when i, I saw that too, uh, go watch um, that see if it blows your mind man
1: i think too he was talking about a cameo like in one of the sony flicks anyway that cab driver was that a, anyway it was I, I know what you're talking about though he was he mentioned yeah. something it was recalling a character he had done in a cameo where there was a Sony flick or a Marvel flick um, but yeah that, that shit's funny and I, I thought the same thing but the the way that these dudes like the monuments that are structured they look different like they don't have the big heads like aliens and shit like that but I, I like it man Loki is pretty good and it, it definitely is ranking on the one of the top little Marvel uh, Disney Plus series I really thought these Disney Plus series were gonna be trash I, I just didn't have high yeah. hopes but they pumped a lot of money into the and it just feel it still feels like a, a a a big budget marvel movie and that's what i heard when they were like making them they pumped a lot of money into these things to make sure it didn't feel cheap it didn't feel like the hulu series that just eight nine just ten stupid. hour
2: movies that's pretty much what they are daddy right eight nine ten hour movies man it's pimp yeah i love it they're giving the side characters their due you know what i'm saying um I know that bitch Black Widow. She getting her movie coming out on my birthday. But aside from that, you know these guys like Loki, uh, um, Sebastian Stan, and uh, Mackie. You know Captain Falcon and all them. Uh, what's, what's homeboy Winter Soldier? I think uh, the Black Widow. Even flick Wanda. Had a... Nobody gave a fuck about Wanda. You know.
1: That was a great series. It started off super yeah. weird, and you're like, "Where's this going?" But amazing, great, great, great stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, I think the Black Some other Widow movies, thing. Hey, I... I was gonna oh say, yeah. What's th- up, Black I think with they Black had Widow. the premiere in like UK. But, which is always funny yeah. when they have premieres like overseas. It's like you're like an American brand. Why not just have the, you know, in Hollywood and shit? Either mm-hmm. way, what were you going to say? Sorry to cut
2: you off. No, no. What about that? Uh, I heard good things. I heard UK folks' critics had good things to say about it. Um, about yeah, I, think it oh, Black I think it's Widow. like a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, I would expect it to be good. Yeah. And they really went out. I do I, think it's going to be one of them, not, not to. uh. Well, fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna be disrespectful. It's gonna be one of them type of Wonder Woman '84 hashtag Me Too. All the bitches with tits feel good type movies. It's gonna have that woman representation so. type shit, which is cool. I don't hey, think man. they need to though, because it's already starring a lead actress,
1: so they don't need to force it yeah. in their, like Endgame, where they have that one shot where it's like all the women. That one scene with all
2: the females. Yeah, 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 that's, like, they yeah. Really, And that was cool though, man. That, that was, yeah, cool. Yeah, it was cool. Marvel know how to make their money, man. They know what to. I mean. Bro, ain't nothing to say. Leave some leave some room on that dick for other people to suck. I think we've done it enough. They <laughs> they hot, dog. They hot. Marvel, they know what the fuck they doing. Uh, no, I wanted to jump into like some other rando movies coming out. I saw that the, the Purge is coming out. It's going to be their last one. Set in like, rural Texas where The Purge has been outlawed, but apparently these motherfuckers still going to do it. <laughs> uh, I always love The Purge stuff. Uh, their I've TV never shows seen it. were better than the movies. I've never seen The Purge. Watch the shows. They're, yeah, they got a season one and two. I think it's on HBO – or hulu but their shows were definitely much better than the movies but i'm into that shit you don't really fuck with scary huh horror
1: i do every now and then you know it's not it's
2: not my, my forte Is not what i go after but like if it's, it's a good yeah, movie, yeah. i'll go watch it um I, I mentioned one uh if Rebo's still on he'll know this one don't breathe don't breathe was a good one man it was one of those home invasion type deals three people want to rob want to steal some valuable shit out of this house once they break in they find out the occupants an ex-military guy. The catch is, he's blind. So, like, I mean, they're just, but he's, you know, very tactical and shit. His house is set up with booby traps almost type shit. So, it almost flips. You almost start feeling bad for the bad guys that are robbing him. Because the story unfolds that this guy that's defending himself really isn't as good as they think. You know, so it's a good little mind fuck that way. But, yeah, that's got a sequel coming out, um, you know. A lot, of, a lot of crazy shit coming out, huh? Matrix 4, I saw that was coming out. Are they I'm working on that type for of shit? John 4, Wick 4, that's wild, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean... I didn't
1: realize the dude from the Matrix did the, um, the John Wick stuff. So should be exciting either way. And I've seen drops in pictures of, you know, their sh- paparazzi are getting photos of the production stuff. And everyone's noticing Keanu Reeves. He, he's very much looking like John Wick. He has long hair. He's got a beard uh but they're so like my point is i guess that's not a look he had with the matrix originally like when he goes in the matrix he was always slick and you know souped up when he was in the real world yeah yeah oh okay, kind of scrappy and clean clean face so and then if you remember the matrix three was essentially he dies and i haven't seen any of them bro you haven't seen any of the matrix what
0: the
2: fuck i saw the first one for sure i've seen the first one like a lot of times dude i used to beat off to trinity uh, I guess I, maybe that's why I like bitches with long hair now because back then I, I was like short I saw
1: didn't get it man so tying the two in together Marvel and the Matrix uh, Selma Hayek is going to be in this new um, oh, what is it though it's a new Marvel flick the Eternals she's gonna be oh you know, yeah, gonna yeah, 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 yeah she apparently had audition for the Trinity role in the Matrix and said she didn't get the part mainly because she failed the physical test like they wanted her to run and jump and she was like I don't want to do that shit like I'm here to do my lines look pretty and get out
2: so. Yeah, y'all don't want to see my titties jiggle in slow motion as I dodge bullets? Fuck y'all, man. <laughs> Stupid uh, motherfuckers. But my, my point with the Matrix thing is, like, everyone, there's a lot of theories coming out,
1: like, what's going on. Because, you know, spoiler alert for you who haven't seen, like, the Matrixes, you should watch them. Yeah, so he dies in three? He dies in three? In three, he basically, you know, the, that Smith agent becomes a virus. It overtakes the Matrix. He goes to the machine world. He says, I'm going to take care of the, the Smith problem for you. And... He basically sacrifices himself. He kind of like blows himself up in a way and eliminates the Smith agent, the Smith agent virus. The machines have a truce with the humans. They're like, all right, cool. We'll live in harmony for a little bit for now. And the matrix basically gets rebooted. And that's how matrix one starts. It's kind of like, Hey, you're this, this, a uh, prophecy guy. And this has happened before. And they have, they've alluded to that. Like uh. this whole the machines take over, we get fucked. And some guy comes out of the woodwork and it's just amazing. And, can beat the system, can Sailor hack the system. So it's happened again? Yeah, so, so people are are. Salute. People are suggesting like it's going to reboot and we don't know if this kind of Keanu Reeves Neo character is going to have uh, a completely new story or if he's going to be, you know, Neo comes back to life in some way or he gets preserved in the Matrix. There's like, just a bunch of crazy theories because three really ended, I think, with the intention that there's only going to be three and now they're going to have to yeah, find yeah. a way to have this fourth one. So it's going
2: to be interesting. Um, oh, I, I'll be disrespectful for a second. I'll say it's a money grab, but I think they're going to do it the right way. They're going to figure it. it ain't going to be like Toy Story 4. I'll say that. That was a shithole. You thought Toy Story 4 was a shithole? <laughs> man, it was cool, man. But, you know, like I say, I, and, man, I'm going to look so insensitive, but things like Forky, having Forky out there with a rainbow on his little foot, just shit like that. It's just, man, y'all just, man, y'all just, I can't. I got to stop for us. People gonna hunt us down, man. <laughs> yeah, it's still technically Pride Month. I think I mean, can't, can't
1: go into, don't go that
2: way. Yeah. <laughs> nah, just stupid. You know, just just little little things like that. Just like even hey, I I throw out some Oriental shit out there, like Raya the Dragon. You know, it had it had Asian people crunk and shit. What's up? What's up? Like, eh. first of all, bitch, I just saw because I wasn't gonna pay thirty dollars just to you know wave my flag around early. You know, so I had to wait that extra month and a half. Finally saw it. It's a dope ass movie. What do you think but, about the you know, new uh, Marvel? Like, I think Shang Chi or something. Uh, Asian, yeah. My bros told me that's going to be tight. Apparently, the comics, that shit runs some deep good shit. So, Dude, the trailer looked uh, dope. I haven't looked into it, though. Yeah, yeah. I haven't looked into it, though. And they did confirm some badass villain in that one. So I think if, that might be one of those sneaky, like, uh, what I was saying earlier. Uh, that villain might have to go on to do some bad shit later on. Connect with I some think other movies. Uh, the villain
1: is, like, the dude's father. That's, like, the trailers have kind of Ooh, showed. okay, okay. He was I raised gotta, to be I'm this awesome kung fu artist and then, like, you know, said... I don't want this life, fuck that, but then who he is calls him back and shit and like all that.
2: Hey, let shit. me give some love to uh, DC man. We'll get out of here, man. You know uh you, you're a fan of like the young batmans, right? The the young bat uh, when we were young, 92, Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito. You of ever fuck yeah, with yeah, that yeah. one? Yeah, man. So he's coming back in The Flash. We we, we talked about that, but Michael was Keaton confirmed. Yeah, he's coming back in The Flash like they're going to him athlete. the The Vulture in the Spider-Man flicks. And yeah, so that boy getting paid Marvel and DC, man. He's getting like a cameo in
1: this uh this there's like a Sony um Marvel comic but like a property that Sony owns with Jared Leto, it's like a vampire flick. I forgot. Oh what yeah, Morbius. Is. Morbius. Morbius, Morbius.
2: Not, a, not Mobius Loki, but Morbius. Yeah. Morbius, yeah.
1: yeah. And there's a there's a clip oh, where uh, Michael Keaton's in it. Oh, so yeah. they're they kind of bridging that gap, showing you like this yeah. villain from that Sony and MCU playing
2: nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, So it's it's pretty cool. Um he'll be there. Oh, so he's that, yeah, he's getting he his money. It. And it, so S- that man, i was going i was talking to uh randy about this earlier i, I think that's why i like i know y'all love iron man but my, my top two is batman and spider-man i think now i know why though it's because they have badass villains they got like a long list of villains um that you can tell that's why they're making spinoffs with, with, with spider-man's guys right now venom this this morbius you know what i'm saying so I uh... i respect that but like if you got iron man tony stark and Batman Bruce Wayne here. They got, like,
1: a lot of money. It's like, Tony Stark used his money more wisely, and Batman just put on some, like, pajamas and a cape and, like, you know, got a, a last... Yeah, Batman uh, too like, old
2: school. He's still... Yeah, you know, he's got a lot of money. You, you
1: can upgrade your tech, man. Although he did have a lot of cooler cars and rides. Uh, cool, man. That, well, I'm down. I'm, I dig it. All right. Do we have anything else on what's happening before we get on and get out of here? I guess I should play this oh, man, uh, Minus man. 2 song again. Check out Minus 2. Yeah, yeah. The look- great, great, out of California, you mm-hmm. know? Who else you uh, wanted
2: to shout out? Oh, he said, some, who's doing some epoxy floors now? Scion? Christian Scion's doing epoxy flooring. Yeah, and so he So Get you some epoxy. Everybody get, just trying to get the, their own piece of this corporate America, man. I'm just shit,
1: saying, I, I did my own epoxy floors. They came out okay. Lots of work. I've seen his work. It looks immaculate. It looks flawless. Like the flakes are all evenly distributed. I have got like chunk of flakes. Oh, in he'd be doing shit
2: like that too? The chips and all that? Oh, nice, yeah, nice, man. Nice, it, looks,
1: nice. it looks beautiful. And so uh, if you want a quality product, and you know, we'll have to put up his company here and his Instagram handle. But uh, if you're in Houston, the area, check him out. Check him out.
2: Amen. Um, hey, man. Well, but all set. right, man.
1: I guess we'll get out.
2: Oh, no. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. This is jamming out of here. Last thing. Rest in peace, uh, Milwaukee Bucks fans. Y'all probably ain't going to get to the championship now, uh, even though y'all beat the Brooklyn Nets uh, previous series. I know uh, your player did not tear his ACL, but... Nah. I don't what think this uh? Happen. Anyways, yeah. What's hap- What's happening with the uh, NBA finals? I haven't, I've I've In That game. Talking. Uh, this is the last series before the championship series, so I think you got Clippers versus the. Yeah, hey, I don't fuck with NBA either. I don't know who it is actually. Who I know knows? It's Clippers, Hawks, Does anybody Milwaukee know? Bucks. I just watched the game yesterday too. I think it's like Suns versus Clippers and Hawks versus uh the Bucks. But yeah favorites are out NBA sad you know we need Kyle teams. back that's Kyle's traveling right nope. now so he wasn't available today oh yeah he's still out yeah yeah no yeah, super man. teams are going to be involved in the NBA finals so that's cool you know no yeah, Lakers got like jumped boys. out like
1: the first round right everyone making fun yeah, of LeBron Nets and got
2: out James Harden bitch ass so we'll, we'll see what's up
1: Hilarious. all right man all right man well I appreciate you going balls deep again on a Wednesday we should go Thursdays when are we going to start going every week The season's coming soon we gotta start cranking these shows up i think we
2: i I think we go every week yeah probably uh mid-july we start our next show and then after that one yeah we gotta see we gotta get some call-ins bro yeah yeah chilling with us on the chat we love it yeah i I appreciate scott
1: thanks for jumping in will thanks for dropping by uh other buddies thank you for dropping by on the show and that's the thing we get more consistent people know what time we're on right now we've been very just kind of like yeah we just future. freestyling yeah but um mm-hmm. all right man well you have a good one and i'll see you soon i, I guess I, every other week we're still on right now so we'll probably be back yes, in two weeks let the news build up a
0: little bit all right peace baby all right man it was hard. You too, started to see cream. What I'm saying is I've seen a dream come to light. She from Berlin, super intrigued by dirty sprite. Let the top down, scenic views on PCH. She hold my hand tight, asking if she can have a taste. A starfield night, especially when we try to rate. Infatuated, but understand we both need our space. Our space. Our space. Our space. Infatuated, but understand we both need our space. Our space. Just turn